0: Hello, everybody. I'm Matt Harrington, the executive director of the Bennington Regional Chamber of Commerce, and welcome to season two of Shirenomics. I'm Jonathan Cooper,
1: community and economic development specialist at the Bennington County Regional Commission, and so, yes, welcome back. Welcome back to this new set, uh, new to you and us. Thank you to Magog Graphics for putting together a really stellar set to uh, sort of Revitalize and rejuvenate our second sort of season of Shironomics,
0: And, and mm-hmm. we also have to thank Gnat for, for hosting us and for filming, mm-hmm. uh, Mark the producer, and, and obviously Tammy as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. thank you for inviting us back for season mm-hmm. two. You know, I think in the off-season, Jonathan, there's been a lot going on. Yeah. And there's also been a lot of conversations that you and I have had mm-hmm. uh, that makes season two very exciting. I think we're, we're, we're back at it. We've mm-hmm. got a new background, uh, but we're also excited to bring on some special guests this year. Yeah, it's
1: a big difference. And so this year, uh, we're really excited to kick off with uh, guests coming on later on in the next segment, Paul Croccio of TPW Real Estate. So we look forward to having an exciting conversation with him. But we thought we would sort of begin with some things to look forward to in 2020 from our perspective and our work. So I'd be happy to begin that. Go oh, for it, John. All right. I think the biggest thing on my plate, uh, something that we should all look out for, and I know many people around the region should as well, is the Southern Vermont Communication Union District, uh, the CUD sort of format is a 501c3 that the state legislation created of uh, this past session and it's uh, the state's solution to the issue of rural broadband coverage. We've talked a lot about the need to bridge the digital divide that our population centers enjoy, uh, internet access at a level that is simply not replicated out in our more rural sections. And as a county uh, with a lot of rural towns in an already rural state, um, this is vital to allowing people to get on uh, for e-commerce, for small businesses operating out of the home. And so we're looking at a model that is a 501c3 that towns vote to join. A really important caveat about this is that the towns are not able, the CDs can't take tax revenue from the towns, which is a really important point. What we're really excited about is the Southern Vermont Communication Union District uh, has a task force that's been considering all the options and issues headed up by Tim Scoggins of the Shaftesbury Select Board uh, and a number of individuals from around the region. And so uh, a number of select boards have agreed to put this on the ballot for town meeting day. That is how a town votes to join uh, a district. So if you live in Rupert, Sandgate, Dorset, Sunderland, Arlington, Jaspery Bennington, or Woodford, uh, your select boards have decided to put this question on the ballot with other uh, select boards, considering this, uh, even as we speak, I believe by the time uh, this show is produced, uh, Manchester will have made a decision one way or the other. So cool. it's an exciting time. And I think that this could be a, a, Big step forward in 2020 for the region.
0: Well, I, and and I, it comes up so much, Jonathan, when we've talked about the SEDS yeah. process last mm-hmm. year, or when we've talked about even young yeah. professional or new families coming in, yeah. uh, or new businesses. And, and mm-hmm. like you mentioned before, we're going to have Paul Crociu join us later yeah. from a real estate perspective. What does what does Wi-Fi and greater connectivity mm-hmm. mean when we're actually trying to attract new young families to yeah. move to Southern Vermont? It's mm-hmm. very exciting, and and I always love you know it's, to me, it's just that that. Uh, connection between those towns, like you mentioned, and what mm-hmm. I think we've noticed in, in season one of Shirenomics and what we've tried to explore and, and where we'll go in season mm-hmm. two. And, and perhaps what I'm most excited about is is that synergy between those 17 communities mm-hmm. that make up make yeah. up this and, and let's not forget the borders too you know yeah. we, we have to mm-hmm. be uh, cognizant of the fact that we're in a very unique place even in Vermont in, in the mm-hmm. shires of Vermont in southwestern Vermont where we border New York and, and Massachusetts so that also opens up uh, our, avail- our availability to places like the Capital Region mm-hmm. Williamstown North Adams so that's very exciting but, but to go back to the, the CUD um, what a great example another example on top yeah. of many examples we brought up last season about towns coming together to support yeah. something bigger than themselves.
1: Yeah, it's really um, it's remarkable uh, to see so many towns on board with this effort here and now that uh, compared to other sort of nascent CUDs around the state, uh, this is one of the largest and most robust um, efforts going on right now. And it does speak to that regionalization or thinking mm-hmm. regionally mm-hmm. to solve problems at home. And this is meant to resolve issues And businesses and homes throughout the region, and that's something that uh, thinking at that scale to to solve stuff in your neighborhood uh, can be a pretty powerful way of thinking.
0: Yeah, and I think, uh, and there's nuances, you know. I think we're we're the first at the chamber to say, look, if you have your own personal branding or you have your own personal Mm -hmm. initiatives that you're working on as a town, that's very important. And for those other things that require Mm -hmm. more population density, uh, more strategic thought, more stakeholders involved, think of regional Mm -hmm. as well. So I don't think it's an either or, it's an and kind of situation where, you know, a Bennington might be doing Vermont Begins Here, Manchester Mm -hmm. may be be working with their Manchester Business Association, Mm -hmm. and that's all well and good and we wanna support that Equally, when it comes to the CUD, we want, you know, more across the platform uh, support and partnerships. To be sure. Um, You know, on that theme, the the big thing that I'm excited about, and I'll probably preach it and sell it uh, uh, every single season, Mm -hmm. uh, but I think even... From last season to this season, in that off season, we've seen even greater growth uh, and expansion uh, and synergies between what we might say is the the northern mm-hmm. part of the county or North Shire and the southern part, the South Shire. Whether that's investors, and that includes the Putnam Project, that includes mm-hmm. new restaurants coming into those yeah. spaces, mm-hmm. um, but also, you know, all over the place, what we see is, is, for some reason, and, and perhaps it's a lot of our efforts and it's a lot of other people's efforts, mm-hmm. you know, Arlington is playing ball, Manchester's playing ball, mm-hmm. Dorset's playing ball, yeah. Bennington's playing ball, Pownall mm-hmm. is, uh, and it's not without mistakes and not without hiccups, but uh, I, I would say, you know, we're in a new decade now. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. moved back to Bennington at the beginning of last decade, so I've actually mm-hmm. been here for, for a decade now, and I will say the tenor and the attitude um, is much different now on our select boards, on the groups like the CUDs, mm-hmm. on on key players like, like yeah. Paul, who we're going to have on mm-hmm. later. Uh, that is profoundly different than it was in 2009 and 2010. And so I'm excited about that. Hear. Yeah, that's, that's great to hear. That has been a, a sort of
1: decade, uh, perhaps brought about in some ways through a response to, say, Tropical Storm Irene, yes. where we need yep. to be um, looking out for each other, uh, looking across our borders, um, but it does seem that, um, at least from my perspective in regional work, this is sort of the scale that I'm most comfortable with. And in economic development, you required to be an optimist um so sometimes it's, thank you i, I appreciate that yeah, that's encouraging very to me. much the case okay and it does seem sometimes um perhaps it's it's good to see that that is that that seems to others as it seems to me and um it's been really great doing this work throughout the county doing this work um north shire south shire and in between shire because it's um there's a lot of communities where a lot of excellent stuff is bubbling up and it's it's great to see a lot of supports um outside of those specific towns for what's going on in those towns and, um, that, that, that certainly is a, a heartening thing to
0: see. Great. Well, uh, let's move on to our next segment. We're excited to bring along Paul Crocchio, so let's get to it. Stay tuned. All right. So welcome back, everybody. Um, if you're just joining us, welcome to season two of Shirenomics. Uh, with us today, we have a person that has huge influence throughout the region. Uh, they're our first guest of the season. We want to bring in Paul Carroccio uh, from TPW, but also you sit on many boards. And I would say just in, in, in my personal interaction of, over the years with the chamber, you've just been a real big stakeholder and a real big champion of, of the region, whether that be South Shire, North Shire, uh, anything like that. So we want to welcome you to Shire. Thanks, Matt. Thanks so much for having us, Paul. Thanks, Jonathan. So, I think the first thing, and this may be more, uh, more timely, uh, recently there was an article, you, you've just acquired the Brush Building down in Bennington, um, and, and we just talked offline a little bit about all the new things that are going into it, so we want to give you some time to talk about it. But within that article that was just mm-hmm. in the Bennington banner a couple weeks ago, there was a great quote by you that said, well, I'm, bu- I'm bullish on Bennington. And so I think when Jonathan and I were thinking of guests for mm-hmm. the new season, we said that's somebody we want to yeah. get on the show to talk about um, being bullish on Bennington and maybe weave into that. It's not just bullish on Bennington. I think it's bullish on the region, but it's about that those synergies we were talking about before mm-hmm. between the North Northshire and the South Southshire. So talk to us a little bit about what does bullish on Bennington mm-hmm. mean? Great. So great question. Uh, it was a bit off the
2: cuff of uh, when the uh, interviewer was asking okay. me, what I thought about Bennington. And for the most part, you know, I've grown up here. I've been here um, almost all of my life. Uh, Went away for college. And my feeling about Vermont is it's a great place to live and raise a family. And um, if you work hard, it's rewarding to have, whether you own a business or if you work for one of the great companies that we have here. And then when you look at Vermont as a whole, we have this idea, which I, I support, of Really focusing on the villages and the downtown areas to be mm-hmm. where the economic and business uh, environment, and to some degree, the sort of where uh, there's life and and social events and such, and preserving the countryside mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. a big reason why people yeah. come to Vermont. And, yeah. and uh, Act 250 really spearheaded that 40, 50 years ago mm-hmm. of preserving those lands and and the beauty of it. So. When you start to look at that, what do we have for downtowns? And mm-hmm. I grew up in Bennington County um, uh, and, and Winhall, and so I'm close to places like Bennington, like Brattleboro, mm-hmm. uh, Springfield, Bellows Falls, Rutland. Mm-hmm. Those are sort of my go-to uh, downtowns for um, things to do mm-hmm. and shopping, uh, social things, music, mm-hmm. uh, the arts. And that's where a lot of businesses tend to go and we've just had, you know, um, a lot of difficult times with economic changes. And we've we've gone from being uh, the Industrial Revolution to consolidation of technology mm-hmm. and a lot of other competing towns in the country saying, we'll give you incentives if you come here. Mm-hmm. And then the whole Western U.S. has uh, developed and even the Midwest. So a lot of these New England towns have been left with these great Buildings and infrastructure that is underutilized at this mm-hmm. point. So, uh, my background is um, really in real estate mm-hmm. uh, services and development, and and I also have an education in engineering. So, it sort of morphs into I have a love for old buildings, mm-hmm. downtown infrastructure, and I also have a uh, one of my passions is the arts. Mm-hmm. So, Bennington has all of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do those other towns I mentioned. And the fact that Bennington's 30 minutes away from my home, I know a lot of the people in Bennington, grew up with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it just makes sense to be involved here and see Bennington become, kind of have its renaissance. Of um, There's so many programs with new market tax credits, with the Opportunity mm-hmm. Zone funds, mm-hmm. with a lot of wealth that's yeah. um, sitting on the sidelines in Vermont. And so many people find Vermont attractive to, mm-hmm. to go and enjoy. So. Uh, it's sort of, uh, uh, the, the bullish comment comes from, well, it's it's all there, yeah. it's accessible, and the town is also um, sitting there saying, let's do something. I mean, the Putnam Block's a very yeah. good example mm-hmm. of, hey, we're ready to go. So yeah. that, that's why I said bullish. Mm-hmm. It's it's just available, yeah. and you can be bullish. It's not like there's a lot of things pushing
1: against it to not happen. Yep. And that's a really, really valuable point I'm glad you made, that there is a, a uh, you're not Going into a headwind of, of reasons, no, you're going to sort of a tailwind of, of reasons to to move forward and ways to to mm-hmm. take advantage of the situation. One of which I sort of wanted to that you mentioned, like to uh, just take a second to to address, was that Opportunity Zone um, program. I think for for viewers who maybe have not um, super familiar with that, that is a federal program that is designed to uh, take bring capital into regions, or into small neighborhoods, communities. Um, towns that that have a lot of upside um mm-hmm. you have some of those good bones you were talking about structurally infrastructurally socially mm-hmm. um and so that's something that i think we've seen a little bit of of that activity in fact it's been surprising to see the extent to which opportunity zones um bennington's the towns you mentioned bennington brattleboro bellows falls over in rutland all have um, been designated as with certain parts of their town as opportunity zones and it's been striking to see the extent to which um, that's gotten things moving, it seems, in Bennington. And I was just wondering to hear what your thoughts on that program are. Has it, um, in your work in real estate, have you seen that uh, being discussed um, throughout the states or um, with, you know, and how have you seen that play out? Hmm.
2: Sure. Uh, So opportunity zones are, to some degree, very similar to Um, tax credits that Mm -hmm. were played out in call it the Reagan years in the Mm -hmm. early 80s -hmm. where there was an incentive for real estate developers to go and put their profits per se of other whatever profits they had Mm -hmm. into real estate developments Mm -hmm. and get a tax break. And those real estate developments were back then were focused on housing, Mm -hmm. um, affordable housing, Mm -hmm. Uh, things like that. And they really did stimulate some um, affordable housing for our, our nation's um, sort of population. Yeah. Fast forward 20 years, uh, maybe 25 years, there was a re, r- sort of a reorganization of that idea, but how do we redevelop these yeah. downtown mm-hmm. um, industrial locations yeah. that are in towns that had um, maybe not so desirable uh, socioeconomic mm-hmm. situations. So the government said, Let's revitalize downtowns and let's let's um, utilize the wealth of our country, which has um, profits, mm-hmm. and let's repurpose those profits into those downtowns to bring the socioeconomic levels up. So it, the opportunity zone in the press for the last thirty-six months has gotten a bad rap because it says you know you see the headlines of it's making wealthy people wealthier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, to some degree, that's true. But those wealthy people are investing their wealth in locations they may not have otherwise done. They may have put it into mm-hmm. the stock market. They may have um, invested in already very successful uh, areas. So the Opportunity Zone, um, not to bore anybody with the details, but it does impact the real estate business. Mm-hmm. It for sure can benefit the real estate sales business, which i am that's one of my businesses. But it does for sure impact Mm -hmm. uh, the communities like Bennington. And here's a good example. An opportunities zone is designated based on the socioeconomic, um, and I think it's directly based on the um, per capita income of a neighborhood. It's not zip code based, it's actually neighborhood based. And the the federal government says that zone of an area needs help. Then they give it to the state government and say, do you agree with us? And the state is allowed to sort of mix and mingle the the zones. Mm -hmm. And then what qualifies an investment is someone that has made a profit uh, in anything really in the last 180 days prior to their investment into the zone. They can invest in something like a piece of real estate or a business or both. Mm -hmm. And then... uh, they would have a tax relief on that, on what they call capital gains tax, mm-hmm. for a period of time. Yeah. And then any gains from that investment over a period of seven to 10 years are tax free yeah. mm-hmm. for the period as long as they leave their investment yeah. in for 10 years. Yeah. So it's a, it's a commitment to a community. Yeah. and And we've had, I think we're one of the, if not the largest Opportunity Zone funded yeah.
0: Funds in mm-hmm. the state. I
1: believe
0: so. Um, so, so for our audience, mm-hmm. what are we when we're looking at? There are two. They're both in Bennington proper mm-hmm. uh, streets. What are we looking at? What is it? Sure. Or downtown? Just to kind of orient our, our yeah. audience.
2: Yeah, to give a and the scale is not. Um, it, it doesn't. There's no minimum investment requirement. You could put a dollar in, mm-hmm. um, and you can put millions of dollars in. You don't have to be having major yeah. profits. Mm-hmm. So as a scale, um, there's a small restaurant on Main Street mm-hmm. that the building was acquired by someone that wanted to create an opportunity fund investment. Mm-hmm. And one of the investments is um, to improve the, the building. Mm-hmm. And that's um, the key to an opportunity fund investment is that whatever you purchase or invest in the company or building, you have to invest an equal share into its improvements. Yeah. okay, or, or, or That's a generalization of it. But basically, if you come with a $100,000 investment, you have to commit mm. another hundred. dollars yeah. um, The other one is the Putnam Block uh, Project Phase 1, which has a multi-million dollar opportunity zone yeah. investment, which frankly was um, the last piece of funding that came through and yeah. made that project a reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The timing was mm-hmm. great. Right. And now I think you'll see um, they'll pop up. There's probably another four or five in Bennington, Town that okay. are other fund uh, opportunity funds, um, so I, I think it's a it's a huge stimulus for bennington. it's not the only one, but it is a driver.
1: So, I do think we're up over uh, five and a quarter, $5.3 million mm-hmm. in those, in the real estate that's been acquired. But as Paul mentioned, there is that matching sort of component in some instances of, of business improvements in some cases. And so, in terms of location, it is sort of the northeastern quadrant of the town, the downtown okay. the northeastern quadrant is, is where uh, those two census tracts have been uh, designated. But it's something also to, to mention that um, some of the press that, that Paul had talked about was really um, looking at. Other states where governors had made choices about which were the tracts and um, there was some critiquing of. Uh, town gown relations and Chapel Hill, etc., where there's mm-hmm. some different demographics. But uh, Vermont has been cited by the Brookings Institute as one of the four that had done it the best way possible. And so that's uh, we really feel like once again mm-hmm. that legacy of 250 of downtown development. We're seeing those values um, really come to the fore once again, uh, both from our town centers all the way up to our you know government up in Montpelier. That they're sort of those values are there for um, bringing these projects to the greatest good.
0: If people want more information mm-hmm. on opportunity zones, what's the best uh, website to uh, go to, especially if it's Vermont and especially if it's Bennington?
1: So the, uh, the Agency of Commerce Community Development, yeah. mm-hmm. accd.vermont.gov slash opportunity zones, okay. and they carry all the information there. And then obviously you can sh- in the town of Bennington, feel free to follow up with uh, Shannon Barsati, the town, um, and myself. We have a, a lot of information that we can
0: share. Great. Well, uh, we, we've spent some time on mm-hmm. Bennington, and I do mm-hmm. want to pivot towards the North Shire. Um, Paul, uh, both having a business in the North Shire and, and having a family there, um, you know, what, what are you seeing as interesting trends in the new decade for the North Shire? Uh, what, what would be your forecast of, of the area? Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, one of our biggest weaknesses as a community or in general as society, we always dwell on, on the past and, mm-hmm. and negatives. Uh, results. We we very rarely talk about the positives that we've experienced mm-hmm. and possibly the future that we could pave in front of us. So I'm a, I'm a very big optimist. And in particular, when you talk about like the Northshire, Northshire you've got Manchester, mm-hmm. Sunderland. Um, I think you could throw in Peru. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I like to also say that even though it's not in the county, you've got Paulette, mm-hmm. Danby, yeah. yeah. Dorset. Um, Dorset's in the county. But uh, those towns in Arlington, um, they're sort of in the middle, but, mm-hmm. but they play out as a big part of the economy yeah. here in, in, in Bennington County. But the Northshire, to me, has seen if you're looking at the numbers and mm-hmm. uh, I've just even as early as this morning or most recent as this morning, I started looking at the sales tax revenue mm-hmm. and the rooms meals and yeah. uh, alcohol sales. Mm-hmm. We have consistently improved those revenue numbers in the town of Manchester I was looking at for the last um, five or six years, consistently you know above a three or four percent improvement, and in some cases, double digits. Um, Retail being one of them. If you look at the retail revenue numbers in the last three years, they're double digit increases. And people say, well, why are all these stores closing? Mm -hmm. Well, the reality is it's a shift of how people are um, consuming their goods. It's not changing them that they're consuming less. Mm-hmm. It's in, or dollars less. It's how they do it. Mm-hmm. And Manchester has been pivoting to figure out, and it's really, it's doing it, at, it with some help of the town's government mm-hmm. and some help of the business association and the chamber. All of those groups together with just the private capitalist businesses, mm-hmm. they're all moving towards uh, positive growth. Mm-hmm. But everybody dwells on the past saying, oh, all the stores right. are closing. And you yeah, say, well, right, that's right. not true. They're being mm-hmm. repurposed or there are different retail uh, mechanisms to get people to consume. It may not be a, a goods, like a, like a something you're buying, but you're actually buying a service. Right. Um, so the other piece of the North the Northshire that's promising is that the real estate market has seen a pretty aggressive reduction in inventory. Okay. Okay. And therefore, we're moving what I think, toward this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. but um, we're moving towards an influx of... Uh, prices will have already started to gain, mm-hmm. and you'll see segments of the price ranges and sizes of homes where there is a already pretty aggressive uptick. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the one that's obvious is the the the, the starter home mm-hmm. for a yeah. young family. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a really hard home to find in yeah, our community definitely. at a at a you know two hundred fifty thousand to four hundred thousand dollar number that's mm-hmm. in good shape. Right. Um, and when they pop up. They go under contract and in some cases they're going under contract at a premium wow. because we just don't have that inventory yep so good up yeah good, good things going Manchester doesn't benefit from all of these incentives yeah. that the federal government mm-hmm. and town uh, state government put out because they don't really meet those socioeconomic right. um, points and mm-hmm. so they they ha- those towns when they need an economic boost they have to do it on their own yeah Ooh, and it's an sure. interesting challenge that even though they're an important part of the economy as a whole for Bennington County, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, um, you know, there's always, oh, Manchester will figure it out. They don't need the help. Well, they are a big part of the economy. In fact, I would argue, and I have Mm -hmm. at the state level, that if the state would focus on some of these, what I call sort of the golden gooses of Mm -hmm. the state's economy, Mm -hmm. they might even do better. Um, But we always, I always feel like it's a neglected economy because we just assume it's doing fine. Right. And then when it does better, it's not doing better primarily because of any federal or state support.
0: Yeah. Well and I think Paul, you know what I've witnessed over the last couple of years is is your bullish on Bennington and, and the South Shire has in Either direct or indirect ways also help Manchester. You know, you you may not get the benefits of the of the credits, um, but also a lot of industry and labor force comes from the Arlingtons, Bennington's, <clears throat> and Poundals. And I think when mm-hmm. when that begins to grow, um, we see that. Supporting a lot of the, the places, and we do know that one of the the hardest things in Manchester, because it is a, a tourism uh, destination as well as the rest of the the county and the state, is is workforce mm-hmm. development and mm-hmm. workforce yeah. uh, and labor shortages. And so, you know, uh, in an indirect way, you know, I also see that a lot of, of Manchester, and North Shire do take some of their private investments, invest it in places like the Opportunity Zones, makes a little bit more money. And also by investing in those places is building a, a stronger community in mm-hmm. in, some of the, in some of the poorer places in the county, but that feeds the labor shortages. Mm-hmm. At least hopefully my vision and I think what I've learned from you the most is, look, it's all about each other, scratching each other's backs and working mm-hmm. together to solve not just a investment problem, mm-hmm. But there's a slew of problems throughout the throughout the the county so we all have to work together so
2: that's a great point and I think Matt you've hit a real important thing that people either don't recognize happens in Vermont but one the Vermonters are very resilient mm-hmm. and they'll weather most any storm and they'll come out um, you know ahead mm-hmm. they also are uh, as a I think as as a group um, we're we're fairly well-educated, we like to take information in and we don't jump to conclusions. We sort mm-hmm. of observe and wait to see others that may have yeah. done. I mean, some of the legislative mm-hmm. things that go through, people say, well, why don't they just approve it? And then you see it sort of take a better path. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. I think in Vermont, again, my opinion, but most anybody in Vermont that has something to invest, they would prefer to invest it in their neighborhood mm-hmm. and make a difference. Yeah. That's not true amongst a lot of communities in the country, I don't think. But in Vermont, it's very true. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, for example, um, the investments in Bennington, the investments in Rutland, the investments in Springfield and Bellows yeah. Falls—those are a lot of those are not quote um, private equity funds from mm-hmm. Wall Street. Those right. are real yeah. people in Vermont yeah. that have re- they opened their checkbook up and said, "I'm not putting that money or that capital I have in a stock market that's going to go to a company mm-hmm. for." Who knows what kind of returns. I want to put it there and see things happen because they know the, the roundabout way is that having a, a, um, a viable, um, vibrant downtown and, and social mm-hmm. uh, environment will bring more people and maybe more jobs and maybe more companies. The thing that I think everybody's hesitant on is well, we don't want to jump to, oh no, bringing all kinds of jobs and all kinds of companies mm-hmm. because Vermont is a preservation mm-hmm. sort of right. culture. Mm-hmm. So it's a balance and, yep. and you see that out there with um, when you hear a town saying no to a business um, mm. or no to a permitting process. Uh, I've learned a lot, I just joined the Vermont Futures Board and we have a bunch of criteria that we're working through over the next uh, five or six mm-hmm. years. And we kind of put mm-hmm. them in silos for the purpose of getting things done. But one of the uh, silos we just worked through uh, was what creates you know, economic sustainability in the state. And mm-hmm. one, of the, um, one of the items that was on our list of, that we have to address is, we have a challenge in the state of local government um, not necessarily understanding how the economy works Oops. and that it may just be because the, the the elected officials or their volunteers, they don't know. Uh, they're maybe not from a business sector. They may be from a different sector, and sure. they're put in a position to make decisions on permits, on changes to zoning yeah. and other things mm-hmm. that that affect downstream how how an economy can continue or be vibrant and that was one of our things that we said it's not necessarily that's wrong Mm -hmm. it's just that we need to get out to the towns Mm -hmm. people that are in the government and and figure out a way to improve that flow because it's a reason from the real estate perspective people don't Mm -hmm. They, they come here and they say, I want to do this, this, and this. Oh, I can't do that? Okay. Well, I'm going to go to New Hampshire.
0: Well, and to your part, yeah, I just heard this anecdote. I don't know who it was from a couple uh, weeks ago, but the idea that even our legislature has turned from kind of the, the professionals, whether they had previous backgrounds in select mm-hmm. boards or other boards or businesses, to more of an activist legislation that I'm going in with one kind of Mm -hmm. project, one agenda item, and I'm passionate one way or another, and I'm not going to be moved either way. So Mm -hmm. I think you're right, Paul, just the the changing of that and and how is the future uh, Vermont Futures project or how are we going to kind of figure that one out too. And you can't discount the fact that these are volunteers.
2: I mean, Mm -hmm. the fact that we're seeing people not... We're seeing vacant seats on select boards Mm -hmm. in towns. Mm -hmm. We're seeing... Uh, entire vacancies on on planning commissions. Mm-hmm. That's bad, yeah. and and what's happening is either people have are, are doing you know, they're super busy, and those those positions are hard decisions. There's hard decisions being made on those boards, and mm-hmm. with with the advent of you know the web, the internet and social media and and there's more exposure to what's going on in those meetings. I mean, this is a good example. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. televising an economic mm-hmm. uh, discussion about <laughs> yeah. our our yeah. county, yeah. and now people will see it. Right. There's some fear if you're on a select board, or I think of a planning commission of, you know, your mm-hmm. face is going to be on a TV, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's harder to get those people, and to, to participate. And we need them in our communities to be active. So yeah. I don't I don't know the solution to that, but I'm not saying that they're doing a bad job. I'm just saying mm-hmm. we need more yeah. people mm-hmm. engaged in understanding the,
1: well, the, good the news, process. The good news is that with our new format here at Shirenomics we are we are delighted to end on a positive note I was going to do we, that transition too yeah, see we're sympathetic like you know it. but yeah. the, the good news is that what we have is um, this segment we sort of call something special it's a way to sort of wrap up the show with a little bit of something that is really viable about where we live and where we spend our time and i think that's um, maybe paul if you have something special in mind, I think it would be a great way. I get for to go to, first. You get to you get to go. And I think it is a perfect way to close the show.
2: So, uh, I mean, there's uh, my passion. Besides what I have to do to make a living, mm-hmm. is um, the arts. And I think um, one of the great things about Bennington County and the shot the two shires, North and South Shires, that at least in my lifetime, and you can see it going way beyond earlier, you know, beyond my life earlier mm-hmm. is there's always been a, a, a thing about the arts. And I think mm-hmm. we're all focusing on that being a driver to our um, attraction of attracting uh, people and keeping people here. And I just think, um, as, a, as an example, all of the arts organizations mm-hmm. that exist in Bennington County um, are doing a wonderful job bringing arts, and there's new things, new festivals, new mm-hmm. music, new performing arts. Yeah. Um, that doesn't exist a lot of other places, and and it doesn't even exist in other parts of Vermont.
0: I think... uh, Especially privately. Right, right. Not as a business model, just as... Just supporting it,
2: yeah, and it's a big piece. I just think it's one of the best assets of our community besides all the other obvious ones, but the arts to me Get people out and communicating and mm-hmm. enjoying living together, and um, yeah. and and some of the artists that exist in our community are absolutely amazing. That's phenomenal. So, yeah. on up, you know that's my that's my big drive. Um, and arts always...
1: in
0: twenty twenty, it's a way to go. man. What about you, Jonathan?
1: Um, well, to close out, I would say that's something special for me is uh, moved to Bennington in twenty sixteen, and we were able to buy a house in, in twenty eighteen. It faces east, and so every. Spring and summer, I was delighted to find afternoon rains. That time of year leads to rainbows popping into my daughter's bedrooms. And it is one of the most wonderful things that they're gonna grow up with, memories of their house that just mm-hmm. looked at the mountains where they saw rainbows more than once a week. Yeah. It's, it it's a phenomenal thing. It's the
0: me. majestic and mystic Vermont. It means, you know, yeah, it means a lot. Sure. Well, I'm going to end on by saying, and we talked about it before, but I'm really excited about restaurants opening up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think, to Paul's point, there's a lot of social accelerators mm-hmm. that are coming online, and 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 more to come as as Paul has predicted. And so we have a lot of restaurants, I think in Bennington popping up and even some up in in the North Shire. What's gonna be fun for me is I'm paid and it's my job to go mix and social (laughs) at those places. So uh, the chamber will have its yearly mixers Mm -hmm. and the young professional group will have its yearly socials and we're exploring a bunch of those new restaurants. So uh, I'm really excited to, to do that as well. Perfect. Well, that wraps up the show, Jonathan, and, and we want to thank Paul Crocio for, for hopping on with us very quickly. Uh, I'm Matt Harrington with the Bennington Regional Chamber of Commerce.
1: Jonathan Cooper, Bennington County Regional Commission.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good one.